0: Once again, this is the wrong episode number. This is not episode 16. This yeah. is episode 15. Everything got got screwed up a few episodes ago, but we have another episode or two before thing, things are back to normal in terms of the episode numbers. So just bear with us and thank you so much for listening. Welcome to episode 16 of Real Estate Convoys with Jake and Steve. My name is Jake Boucher. And I'm Steve Boucher. Thank you for tuning in, especially if you're new or if you're a returning guest, we appreciate you. And we're going to be talking about renovations today. Like, Is there a best time to do them, uh, best time of year? He's going to kind of you know, give his opinion on all of that and help out people out there who are, you know, think about renovations before you move or if you just want to do renovations because you plan on living your home for the long term, then this is the episode for you. So the first question I'm gonna ask, and he's just gonna kind of run run with this thing and I'm rarely gonna interject uh, because he gives out a lot of information that is very valuable. Uh, So is there a good time of year to renovate or is it just kind of do it when you wanna do it?
1: Um, Yes and no, Uh, it depends on location. If you live in New England, it is probably not very prudent to be doing a roof in February. Yeah. But if you live down in Florida, you probably can get away with a roof in February. So it depends where you live and what the project is. Um, Again, you're not going to be putting an in-ground pool. You're not going to be doing anything on the exterior up here. Um, Given the cold, given the wet, given the snow. um, But other parts of the country, you certainly could do a renovation any time of year because they have that kind of weather. Um, So, is there a good time of year? I would tend to say it depends on your location, but from a financial or value perspective, no. I don't believe there is any specific time of year from that perspective. Again, if you're going to be doing a kitchen and you live in New England, you might not want, uh, you might be. Needing to barbecue outdoors a little bit more because you don't have access to cooking facilities. So I guess that would be better in the summer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can picture that. I mean, this because when we get the hardwood floors done, we could barely be in this in this in this house, and that's Correct. just the hardwood floors. Correct, and we never renovated the kitchen so we haven't lived through that but so so many people do just like your cousin did
1: yeah yeah my cousin in north carolina went completely through the house bathrooms kitchens the whole thing took down walls and she's been out for months i think they live there to sleep but that's about it Uh, everything else is is traveling on vacation hotels and or um backyard i think they're doing a lot of outdoor living um North Carolina, you can get away with that. But, yeah, they're doing all of the primary stuff. So once it's done, it's done. But they did it through the summer. So I suppose that's a good time of year.
0: <laughs> so I guess you got to take into account what your commitment level is to wanting to sacrifice not being able. Being able to use your kitchen or bathroom or whatever it is, and you kind of going scarce. So totally true. Indoor outdoor renovations. Obviously, in New England, you're not going to be doing outdoor renovations in the winter time, um, but you can do indoor all all year round if it's uh, suitable for you and depending the on the need. project. Yes. So, what's kind of your uh, thoughts about that?
1: Well, indoor and outdoor projects, uh, from a value perspective, from a marketing perspective. Um, You need to have them upgraded. It doesn't really matter on the time of year. Like you said, if you're doing indoor hardwood floors, like complete brand new install, you're gonna sand them. You're gonna put down oil-based polyurethane. There's a quality of life issue there. Um, You're not able to live here during the sanding and the dust and the installation and the poly. Um, So you're gonna need to be on vacation. It's perfectly fine to do it in the winter move in with mom move in with a relative go on vacation enjoy your time away from the house but your contract is going to have full access to your house while you're gone um so projects like that kitchens you could have a contractor install it you come back from a two week away in europe and find out that wasn't the cabinet that you ordered or the countertops cracked or something on that nature so it's a damned if you do damned if you don't thing indoor projects if they're the right projects contribute back to value Otherwise, all they're doing is contributing to quality of life. Those are different issues. Same with outdoors, there's some things that people like. They want them personally, but they may not contribute from a value perspective. Um, So there are projects in and out. Depends what they are. Depends on your lifestyle. Depends on how you want to deal with them. There's a lot of ways you can go.
0: Permits and process. Kind of talk about that.
1: The permits and process. Up here in this area of central Massachusetts, if you're doing anything that's over $500 in renovations, you really should be talking to the local Building Department, Board of Health, depending on what your renovation is, and find out what their permitting processes are. Do you need one? Should you at least file or talk to somebody in the various departments? Um, There are a lot of scenarios up here where just putting a dumpster in your yard. The building department will drive into your parking, into your driveway. They will actually open the dumpster or step on it, look into the inside. If they see drywall, if they see any wall materials, ceiling materials, insulation, that mandates them investigating further. Um, so if you didn't pull permits and they see a dumpster, you've got a problem. Uh, so it depends on the level of, of what you're trying to do and where you live and... <laughs> can you hide a dumpster, not hide a dumpster? Uh, they want to know where the materials are going to be dumped, who's handling it? Does it, is there asbestos involved, lead paint involved, that's all special needs, special license. So it can get pretty hairy if you're not looking into permits. So I strongly recommend at least going down that road. Did you say
0: $500, like minimum? $500.
1: If you replace a window, you need to tell the town. Really? Really. If you open up any piece of a wall in any way, shape, or form, and you can see insulation, you need a permit. Wow. Once a wall is open, you've got to upgrade the electrical in that wall
0: you have to if it's open that's what they want you to do jeez so many rules
1: so if if you just swap out a toilet well that's just a simple swap out if you're just swapping out a countertop so from a basic um, countertop to a granite or something then you don't need a permit because you're just kind of fixing what's already existing but the second you start a renovation pulling out the tub now you expose the back wall you need a permit i did not know that yeah. Wow. Yeah, and and like I said, they're looking for stuff like that. They're looking for people trying to cheat the system. There's tax dollars involved. There's money to the, the economy, to the town uh, budgets rather. Um, there's permit fees. There's there you're employing electrical, plumbing, building inspectors, potential board of health, septic reviews. If you're adding a bedroom, changing something that used to be a den to a bedroom, and the septic doesn't conform, they're looking for that in our area. Take that with a grain of salt in your area.
0: Is it like in in the, like a town handbook or something like? Like, oh, if you replace a window, you have to tell us.
1: Well, no, it's more generic than that. It's it's if you're opening a wall, if you're doing a renovation compared to a repair. And if there's a dollar amount, like I said, it's just rule of thumb. Just make the phone call to the town and say, what's up?
0: So look that up in your area, your specific area. Some states don't even have zoning, so okay, yeah. it's not really a problem. So if you're in New England, then... You might have a problem. Yeah, keep keep a good eye open. Supply chain. That's been a big topic of discussion in the real estate news the last, what, year? with, with Correct. That. So
1: if you're going to be doing a kitchen or a bath renovation, the second they gut that kitchen or they gut that bathroom, you're at the mercy of permits, town inspections. What if all of a sudden the cabinet or the countertop isn't available? They were waiting for a delivery. The delivery never got there. Supply chain issues. Maybe there's something on a boat out in California waiting to get to that dock and there's what about 500 boats you know Uh, big cargo ships so the supply chain make sure you have all your ducks in a row before you gut that kitchen if you don't have all of the counter and cabinet on standby and ready to go don't do it until you're ready supply chain issues can cause a lot more stress Uh, as an appraiser I have done probably a half a dozen homes where a couple has broken ground on a brand new construction and they're divorcing by the end of the construction just because it wasn't organized it wasn't Coordinated. They fought all the way through it. They didn't have it planned out. Didn't talk about it. I want that color. I want that granite. And just things just brought out stress. And they actually never made it to a
0: closing of their new homes several times. When there's a demand um, for supplies and stuff for when a lot of people are doing renovations or homes are being built, there's also a demand for contractors. But when when that shifts, there's less of a demand for contractors. That's and, true. You know they're struggling to find work. So I'm kind gonna of talk about how the supply of contractors affects the whole process. Just
1: like we're going through a cycle now in real estate where there's not enough properties, there's not enough homes that are on the market, and there's more buyers ready, willing, and able to buy, so that creates price increases. There's limited supply of homes, price increases, and demand overbidding, fighting bidding wars to get properties. Same thing with contractors. The Great Recession of 2008 saw massive shutdowns of corporations, uh, construction companies, plumbers, electricians, all of a sudden had nothing to do. A lot of them left the industries into more um, computer-generated, tech-generated, at-home-generated type careers, created their own little in-house businesses. As the economy came back, A lot of those contractors did not get back into the industry. They let their uh, insurances lapse, they let their licenses lapse, and they just didn't come back to the industry. So even today, now that there is a demand, ask any builder out there. They just can't find the contractors to come on site and build more homes. They just don't have the bodies. Everything's relative. Same thing with your renovations. Contractors right now are extremely busy and well booked out into the future. As soon as the market slows down, as soon as there's a potential recession, inflation's coming. We can see this coming uh, very, very quickly. If the inflation gets to a certain point, market's going to slow down. Everybody's going to stop spending money because you don't know how long the recession will be. And then all of a sudden, contractors will be looking for work. You can get a better bargain, get quicker deals. Supplies will be more intact
0: uh, in the stores. You mentioned inflation, and there's different materials out there. Like we, you have like the average price materials and superior price materials. Like, so if someone who's looking to renovate their home in the next six to 12 months, uh, they probably got to take into consideration inflation and like what materials they they want to actually use. Well, it's a direct
1: connection to a budget, obviously. <laughs> if you've got $10,000 to do a kitchen, you're not going to be going out and getting superior maple or uh, high-end materials to do your granite or um, corian or any of that type of stuff because it's the highest quality you can get it throws your budget out of whack pretty quick if inflation is rising those prices all of a sudden you have done your kitchen to rebuild and you can't afford it anymore. So that type of stuff, looking out the next six months to a year, you've got to have that budget in mind. Prices are increasing very quickly. Um, So that could definitely do that. Another thing to consider too, is what kind of a neighborhood are you in? What kind of a house are you in? Are you going to over improve the house? for what's being found in the neighborhood? Or are you like the lower end now, you bought an estate and it's all dated and everyone in the neighborhood's updated, then you're bringing it up to their level. Then you can put some good quality in to catch the value in the marketability of your neighbors. So it's all kind of relative. Uh, it depends on your budget, depends on the materials you can get, and depends on the resale. It depends on what's in the
0: in the neighborhood. So it depends on a lot of factors. As usual, you know, as usual. Is what as you're usually. saying. Yeah. And why you, you the you posed a good question um, before we pressed uh, play on this is why are you doing the renovation are you doing it to like get uh, set your home up for, for sale or are you just doing it for the long term because you can be living there for 10 plus years uh, so kind of go over that
1: correct um, that is actually that should be at one of our first points of, of of knowledge here at the beginning of our speech why are you doing the renovation are you doing it for you personally are you doing it for your lifestyle are you doing it for you know I want a hot tub and I enjoy the hot tub, I'm gonna get a hot tub. Well, from an appraiser's perspective, the hot tub has no resale value. I can't give you value on it because it can be drained tonight, it can be removed tonight. An above ground pool does not get value. But if you want an above ground pool, do it for you, do it for your lifestyle, do it for your enjoyment. Don't do it as an investment if you understand those type of things. So why are you upgrading the kitchen? Are you upgrading the condition? of your kitchen for you. You're trying to impress the Joneses. And if you're getting the mother of all amazing kitchens in a neighborhood that doesn't warrant it, you might not be getting your money back when you try to do eventually sell. So why are you doing it? How long are you gonna live there? If you're gonna live here for 10 years, do what you want because you're gonna enjoy it for 10 years. If you're gonna live here another year, you're just passing through, you got a quick job, I don't know if I'd
0: put the money into it. Depends on the other variables. So basically personal preference and what what's going to make you happy? To a point, yeah. Cool. Okay. That's that's bottom line. Take that with a grain of salt and figure out your situation. Correct. Uh, craftsmanship? Craftsmanship. <laughs> what, what exactly okay. is that?
1: I have gone into thousands and thousands of homes. And you can go into a house where somebody has done nice renovations and it's quality craftsmanship. That the person knows how to cut a board. He knows how to make a 90-degree cut. He knows how to fill a gap. He knows how to put up sheet rock so that there's no seams and it looks like a beautiful, nice flat wall. No errors. No no imperfections. And then I've gone into homes where the homeowner thought he could do the renovations. And it looks like crap that's going to have a problem when buyers walk in later on down the road it could have a value impact with an appraisal it could have all kinds of issues with the town because you maybe didn't pull permits because you're trying to bypass that whole process um, so craftsmanship is who is doing the work and to what degree so if you're going to put in your own kitchen and you don't really know what you're doing i'd highly recommend Against doing that, hire a professional, pay their time and labor because they know what they're doing. Uh, I go in a lot of homes and I just shake my head saying, This is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And then I go in other homes, it's very impressive. You can just tell it's quality done. Take that with a grain of salt, but craftsmanship, there are people out there that know what they're doing.
0: So if you're like, you're basically saying if you're on a budget and you try to do it yourself, it might not come out the way you want it to. So um, my big thing is, like, I'm just getting going into the business world, and my big thing is, like, I want to hire as soon as. As possible, someone who's better at my job than I am, so I can delegate that off and focus on what I'm good at. So that's the same thing for renovations and stuff. Hire someone to do something that's better at it than you are, and you'll get a you know a better product in the end. That goes back to the book The E Myth by Michael Gerber.
1: He always says, you know, that there you have your role and you have your focus and drive, and when you get to things that you're not very good at or somebody can do better and faster always delegate to those people and you just keep pushing the ship along and you coordinate accordingly. Um, Same with contractors. Find the right contractors that know what they're doing. And even contractors, you've got to you've got to vet them. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't know what they're doing either. You'll have holes in your wall and cracks and just things aren't level or square and it's, it's just kind of interesting. So, craftsmanship
0: goes a long way. Beginning to wrap this up, uh, the seasonal specialty, we kind of mentioned that already, yeah, didn't
1: yeah, but... we? To, to a point, the hot tubs, uh, I personally won't buy a house with a hot tub because it costs more money. There's maintenance. I'm not going to necessarily use it. I don't entertain to that degree where I want everybody running around my house in bathing suits. Um, Other people, I'm sure, do. And that's fine by me. That's a personal item. That's a preference item. In-ground pools, I grew up with an in-ground pool with my parents. Um, I would never have one just because I've seen the maintenance, the time, the effort. And we're in New England. You can only use it three months a year. So it doesn't make financial or logical sense. But if you want one as a personal preference, that's different. I wouldn't do it from a a personal perspective, from a maintenance and effort, and then from a valuation perspective. Perspective here in New England. I have gone onto people's house properties and, and they have amazing tree houses. If you're a contractor, you have extra supplies and you want to make your, your, your child an amazing tree house with cable and electric and heat and air conditioning, go for go it. Go for it. That's your personal preference. Is it coming back from a value perspective? No. If you sell the house to a property that doesn't have children, does that help your value? No. So that's a specialty item. Chicken coops. Some people are into raising free-range chickens, some people 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 aren't into free-range chickens so if I show up at a property that has a chicken coop you might think it's the greatest thing in the world I might not think it's the greatest thing in the world and I'm tearing it down the second you move so certain things have value certain things don't have value certain things don't have value because of seasonal changes just gets too cold too snowy too wet too damp whatever uh, and you just can't appreciate the product like you would think you could. Man, towns, people with the she sheds um, up here in New England. Are you going to be in a she shed in February in ten degrees? I don't think so. so those type of things. out in certain parts of the country, they make sense. There is value and potential up here not so much in my opinion
0: and that begs the question is there going to be value coming out of those renovations or no value depending on what they do like you got the functional obsolescence issue sometimes which doesn't provide any value correct correct
1: if you're overbuilding for the neighborhood you can only generate a value to the top of the neighborhood so if you're putting in 50,000 higher than that it's not going to come back from a value perspective. You've done the bathrooms, the kitchens well, way better than, than what's in the neighborhood. Well, guess what? The comps come from the neighborhood. That's our first and foremost goal as an appraiser. So is there a value there? Yes. Is it the value you think it is dollar to dollar? No, probably far from it. So is there value? Is there no value? Oh, there's also value in just you using it and enjoying it. You come home from work and you jump in your hot tub and you relax, perfect, that's what it's for. Yeah, if you're it's not for planning, you,
0: you're enjoying it. If you're not planning
1: on selling, then go for it, right? Correct, correct. But if you're putting anything in because you think it's an amazing investment, it may or may not be. Do a little bit more research, talk to a real estate agent, call in an appraiser. You can give an appraiser a list of these projected upgrades and renovations and I can tell you if they're worth it or not according to where you live and what your product is and your price range in town or community or neighborhood, so to speak. Um, So some will have value. Some will be good matching value dollar to dollar. Many are not uh, because of the value uh, of the neighborhood. Basically, first and foremost. Take that with a grain of salt. Do your research. Call your team. We always mention teams. Have a real estate person to call. Have an appraiser to call. Have a banker to call. Have your team ready. Use them.
0: So if that situation described you, Contact hubappraisal.com, we can give you a nice home valuation and kind of figure out what your home's worth. And also you got US Realty Consultants too, who Correct. is based out of Central Mass and uh, we're willing to help anybody who's you know looking to sell or Absolutely. investing, whatever the case may be, we're here for you. Um, contact information is down below in the description. You can find, you know, the phone number there, emails there, social media links there, all of this there for you, easy to find. And we just want to thank you for tuning into this episode. We really appreciate it. We hope you guys are getting value out of this podcast. Um, Subscribe, like the video, do what you got to do. Leave a review on the podcast platforms. Again, thank you, and we'll see you in episode uh, 17. Bye.